0: Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Monday the 19th of April. My name is Zara Seidler and helping me make sense of today's news is Sam Kozlowski. Making news today, a US-China climate action plan,
1: protests in the US,
0: some good news about single-use plastics,
1: and a check-in of some of the big sexual assault stories from the last month. Here's today's Daily Digest.
0: China and the U.S. have released a joint statement agreeing to push for stronger international climate change commitments by the end of the year. The two countries will work together to develop carbon capture, energy storage, hydrogen targets and provide funding for developing countries. Despite previous tensions between the nations, U.S. climate envoy John Kerry reflected, quote, what we need to do is prove that we can actually get together, sit down and work on some things constructively.
1: There were protests in several U.S. states over the weekend in the wake of the deaths of Dante Wright and Adam Toledo. Around 100 people were arrested in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, where Wright was fatally shot. A 1,000-person peaceful gathering was also held in Chicago, Illinois, where Toledo was fatally shot. Additionally, there were tense demonstrations held in Oakland, California and Portland, Oregon.
0: Alexei Navalny, Russia's most prominent opponent of President Vladimir Putin, is in a critical condition after going on a two-week hunger strike. Navalny started refusing food, protesting against prison guards who are allegedly not providing him with adequate medical treatment for his acute back and leg pain. He was arrested on January 17th after returning to Russia from Germany, where he spent five months recovering from nerve agent poisoning, which he alleges was ordered by Putin. The Kremlin denies the allegations, and you can find out more on our Instagram. We wrote an explainer on this yesterday.
1: And today's good news. A national meeting with environment ministers has confirmed the single-use plastic items that will be phased out by 2025. The eight types of plastics include lightweight plastic bags, plastic misleadingly labelled as degradable... Plastic utensils and stirrers, plastic straws, polystyrene food containers, polystyrene consumer goods packaging, and microbeads in personal care products.
0: News in this country moves very quickly, and that's not surprising to anyone. Big news one day can be an old story the next, and we're just expected to keep up with this very, very fast news cycle. But I just wanted to take stock today of the very, very significant movement that we had last month of women telling their stories of sexual assault and sexual harassment and where that has been left today. So I'm going to just talk about some of the big stories that we were discussing last month and where they're at today on April 19th. Let's start off with the woman who seemingly sparked this movement, Brittany Higgins. So last week we found out that Brittany Higgins has announced a book deal and that she'll be writing a full memoir of her experience of the alleged rape and how that played out in Parliament House. She's going to be donating half of her royalties to the Canberra Rape Crisis Centre. We also found out that her and the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, will finally be having a formal meeting two months after she came forward with her allegations. While Brittany Higgins certainly led the charge in Parliament House, it was Chanel Contos who led the charge for young people all across Australia. So as of today, her consent petition, which some of you might have signed last month, has gained 39,000 signatures and there are now 3,912 testimonies. Consent education will become mandatory in all Victorian state schools. New South Wales announced Operation Vest, which was created with Chanel Contos and is a new way to report sexual assault and rape in New South Wales. And now the Victorian opposition is calling on the government to do the same in Victoria. Sexual assault reports more than doubled in Victoria and calls to a sexual assault helpline were up 42% in Queensland. Now, if we go to the government and the allegations that were plaguing some government ministers and backbenchers in the Morrison government, last week we found out that New South Wales detectives investigating the historical rape allegation against former Attorney General Christian Porter, they were denied permission to travel to South Australia to interview the complainant. That permission was denied by the state's Police Deputy Commissioner, David Hudson. Christian Porter himself returned from mental health leave, and he now has a new portfolio in the government. He's looking after innovation and tech, and some people in that sector have come forward with complaints or criticism of this move. His first hearing for the defamation case that he is bringing upon the ABC and Louise Milligan will start on the 14th of May. And then to Andrew Lamming, in case you've forgotten who he is, there were a number of allegations made against Lamming that included online harassment, sexual harassment, and just a range of alleged bullying incidences. So Lamming remains on leave and he's undergoing empathy training, but that hasn't kept him out of the news Police announced last week that they won't be laying charges for the alleged upskirt incident that involved him. They said that the information provided by the people interviewed didn't support the allegation that a criminal offence had been committed. That said, he will remain on leave until May 11th when the government resumes to hand down the budget.
1: It's pretty clear that these were major events in the Australian news cycle. What do you think changed to make us stop talking about these events day to day?
0: I think it was always going to take something major and the government was actually really wanting there to be some new discussion in the news cycle. Perhaps they weren't expecting it to to be the story, but it actually was the vaccine rollout that is now in serious trouble So the news of AstraZeneca completely wiped the news cycle clean because it has so many wide-ranging ramifications for travel, for borders, for health, for everything really. And that meant that the news cycle was once again really, really occupied with the news of the vaccine. That said, we're all expecting there to be a renewed focus on the government and on their handling of sexual assault allegations when Christian Porter's first hearing begins in May. We can expect there to be a lot of media interest in that and we will absolutely bring you all the details then.
1: That's all we've got time for today. Happy Monday. If you want to catch up with news throughout the day, you can follow us on Instagram at The Daily Oz. It's where over 100,000 Australians get their news throughout the day and we would love you to become part of the community.